What's up, reboots and change journals people? Tracy Winchell here, and I can't wait to learn more about my friend Elaine Johnston's journaling journey. Elaine has been journaling for a long time, and um, let's just get to it. Hey, Elaine, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, honored to be here. So last week, in terms of actual real time, you know, in real life, um, mm-hmm. we interviewed Cody. And now then it's your turn because you're both prolific journalers. And what was neat about uh, our conversation with, with Cody is that, um, you know, he, he journals one way. And I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see how that either meshes or diverges from Cody's methodology? Because you two think differently, right? Yes. Yes, we do. I'm more, I guess, emotional based and he's more logical. So our writing styles are different. Well, tell me when you began your journaling habit. I, for my eighth birthday, my parents got me a journal. So I was in second grade and my parents got me a journal. And out of all the Barbies and dolls and everything else that I got for my eighth birthday, my journal was my favorite gift that I got. And I still have it today. And I've actually kept all of my journals since then. Most of them from like elementary school, I think my mom has, but all throughout middle school and high school and and even college, I've kept all of my journals. And just ever since I've been, you know, in second grade, I've just been journaling. And of course, the problems I had whenever I was eight and now that I'm 23 are completely different. (laughs) But it's always fun to kind of go back and see, like, what was my mind thinking whenever I was a kid and a teenager? So So when you're eight years old, this question doesn't make much sense, honestly. Um, This Mm -hmm. this is just a general question, but I'm going to throw it out there and see what sticks. So yeah. One of the questions I act to like to ask my guests is what problem they hoped journaling might help solve. But you were like eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just my personal diary. I think I talked about all the guys that I had a crush on or like my best friends wanting to start like a band or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what problem I was trying to solve back then. I think it was just trying to get my thoughts out there whatever eight-year-old thoughts I had at the time. Did you ever share your journal entries when you were eight or was it a lock and key kind of thing? Um, it didn't have a lock on it. Um, I think I shared with my parents just little things that I kind of doodled or whatever. I, it wasn't really secretive, but I didn't, I also didn't really show a lot of my friends because it was kind of personal. And even though, you know, things were trivial and not that important back then, I still wanted to kind of keep it personal and just kind of be together with my thoughts, even though having like the eight year old mind, that was like really not that important stuff. Now, as as your journaling habit continued and you Mm. matured as a beautiful young woman, uh, at, at what point did you start to understand the importance of journaling? I was in ninth grade and it was the year that I got saved and was really um, heavily involved at church. And it was more of, okay, these are just my thoughts and more of like, okay, this is what God's showing me. And just the different things that I was going through in high school with, you know, family issues and just 
personal devotionals and even Bible sermons and stuff like that. And so that's whenever I really started getting serious about what I was writing about. And I think that's whenever, you know, um, as teenagers, that's whenever you're trying to think for yourself and understand who you are as a person. And I think that's really when it really became real to me was whenever I got saved and I started writing it from the perspective of my conversations that I was having with God. Hmm. Well, what does your practice look like now? Okay. So now I actually thought, I don't know where this came from, but this year I started doing a four by five model and it's, um, I write five affirmations. I started writing five I am statements that are good, positive things that I believe about myself. And then I write five dreams that I have. So I'm specific about it. So I'm writing five big goals that I have for 2020. And then I write down five setbacks. Maybe it's negative things that I need to work on, whether it's personality or an actual setback, like, well, I had a bad day today, or I messed this thing up or something happened. And then I wrap it up with five gratitude statements and things that I'm thankful for. So that kind of changes every week. Most of the time I write the same things down, but day to day, like there are different things that I'm really focusing on of like, I really want to hone in on this strength, or I really want to figure out why this is a weakness in my life or how I can, um, fix this relationship that I have. And just, it's more, um, introspective than it used to be in high school. And like I said, it back in high school, Um, It was really just like my devotionals and the time that I had alone with God. And then throughout college, I started uh, businesses and then I started um, segmenting out different journals. So I have a business journal for different thoughts about business and scheduling and all that. Then I have a other journal for my website and my blogging and different ideas that I have for that. And then I have, you know, my journal that I write in day to day for my four to five journal or just little thoughts that I have throughout the day. Um, It's not just strictly that method. And then I also have a journal that Cody and I actually share and it's our marriage journal that we've had ever since we've uh, been dating. And so we just kind of write, you know, little notes to each other back and forth. And so right now I currently have four different journals for the different areas of my life. Okay. That is awesome. (laughs) Thank you. So Let's back up to your business journal because Mm -hmm. it is so fascinating to me that a 23-year-old woman is an entrepreneur, you're working on your own business, walk Mm -hmm. me through what that journal looks like and how it relates to the podcast that you're working to launch that probably maybe by the time this interview airs will it we we may be you, you may have it underway i'm i'm working out mm-hmm. the schedule so walk me through that yeah so i started it a couple years ago whenever cody and i first started our first business and i think the first page was just a schedule of our first um group meeting for our employees and just the little things that we were going to talk about, but it slowly evolved into the different ideas that I've had for different businesses, ones that we currently own and then others that we have dreams of opening up. Um, I know at one point we're wanting to open up a coffee shop and really have, you know, uh, conversations with people and getting to meet new people all the time. Um, I have things about 
ideas for topics for my podcast. And some of it kind of bleeds into my business journal and then my other journal for my blog posts and my website and stuff. So those kind of bleed together. But specifically for the business, like I said, it started out just, these are the topics I want to talk about in our business meetings. And now it's kind of transformed into um, brain dumping and just everything, every thought that I have about business or where I want to be financially and however many years and um, sectioning off with different quarters of my life and just what that looks like, where I want to be with that business wise. And then once I have ever, once I've dumped my brain out onto the pages and, and it doesn't look pretty, it's all, it's scattered everywhere. Then I transition into like a big poster board where I mind map and have a specific thing that I'm currently working on and then have offshoots of how I'm going to get there. So that's how I have my business journal. And for the podcast that I'm starting in November and um, that, like I said, they kind of bleed together. So that. I want to do like e-courses and different newsletters. And so just trying to figure out what all of that looks like. The idea, I'm a child of, of the 60s and 70s. And I grew up mm -hmm. in, you know, I, I came to, to professional age in the 80s. And just this notion that a woman has all of these entrepreneurial dreams and goals and that you have a heart to teach other women uh, girl yes <laughs> i i'm just blown away by that do do you do you get how amazing that is that i so, I mean, I know a lot of people my age aren't really doing those things. And so sometimes I feel like I'm the odd one out because I have all these, not that people my age don't have aspirations, but just I, sometimes I feel lonely or I feel like the people that I look up to, you know, are in their later thirties, forties, fifties and up. And sometimes it feels lonely. And I think that's why I love journaling so much is so I can just get alone with my thoughts and pour out just my heart and exactly how I'm feeling, even if the people my age don't understand. And with Cody, you know, he's 26 and he's a guy, but he's still around my, my age and we're married. And so like we get to talk about those things that we write in our journals and stuff. But yeah, most people my age don't, if they have a journal, they probably only have one journal. Um, they don't have like a business journal and all this stuff, but yeah. So sometimes it can kind of feel lonelier. Like people don't understand why I have everything, you know, segmented out. So. Wow. Well, let's run through one, one or two more of your journals and, and help me remember mm -hmm. here. I, I didn't get a chance to, to capture everything. So you've got your four by five by five. Is that right? Four by five. Four yeah. by five. Mm -hmm. You've got your business journal. Mm -hmm help me remember one or two other ones and then kind of yeah, walk me so through them. The other journal that I have is for um, my blog and my website and That's stuff right. like that. And so with that, I, um, I, I started it just because I had ideas for blog posts and it's kind of like, well, some of it was prayers that I had specifically for that, specifically for leading other women, specifically for, um, maybe any devotionals I may have that I want to, um, share with other people or any e-courses on 
how to journal or how to read their Bible or just other things. And so that one specifically is just all my thoughts that I have about women and leadership and business and all that stuff. Like I said, the the business one and that one kind of bleed over. And then the other journal that I have is my marriage journal that that Cody and I have had since we started dating. And I really want to do another one of these change journals with both of you together to talk through your marriage journal because we, we've recorded, have not aired, the, the Reboots journal that we did with the both of you. And, and I just love your marriage story and how you support each other. So journaling is a big part of that, and I can't wait to do that. So, um, yeah, we're, we're working through a ton of content with y'all. Um, tell me about your podcast real quick. I'm going to go off on a, on a, on a, uh, kind of a, a side journey here, but while we're there, walk me through the creation part of that and, um, how that all works. Lost you. It froze. I was going to say it froze while you were talking. That's all right. We'll keep going. Okay. It's just the internet lagging. Okay. It may have just been the internet. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. You just disappeared and I thought, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw you were talking and it just froze the screen. I was just like, I need help. <laughs> it's all good, sister. Uh, let me make sure I get this set up right. Uh, so walk me through the creation of your podcast and how journaling has helped you do the ideation, the, the brainstorming, the, the, the researching, and now then working to go into full blown production. Cause you and Cody, you froze again. Lost you. Lost you again. Oh my gosh. Okay. We will get this. Okay. I think it's working. I don't know what was going on. Well, I'm double checking my end too here. Both signals look strong. Okay. I think we're good. It randomly happens. I'm sorry. That's all right. I, it happened to me yesterday with this guy who's got like 50,000 subscribers. Uh-huh. No big deal. Yeah. That's always intimidating. Oh, well. <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. It's, it's life. He was, a, he was a really neat guy. Okay. So we're working our way through your content creation journal. Mm-hmm. Walk me through how you use your journal to take a new product, a podcast, mm-hmm. from idea to research to 
interview scheduling and production. I think Zoom just doesn't <clears throat> I think Zoom just doesn't like that question. I guess so. I was gonna say every time you try to ask that question it just stops. <sighs> Internet <Okay>. you, technology. <laughs> I've got this on tape twice. So you uh -huh. just start talking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So how I get from idea to execution is, so I have an idea or I have my personal time that I have in the morning. So whenever I get up and start my day and have my coffee, I just kind of sit and journal and prayer and whatever book that I'm currently reading. And so I have these ideas and I'm like, okay, where are these ideas coming from? What do I need to be doing with these? What journal does this go into? And so if I have a journal or if, if I have an idea about a podcast episode, then I write it down in um, the, I just lost my train of thought. The content journal? Yeah, okay. So in the content journal, then I write it down. I'm like, okay, what do I want to do with this? What guests do I want to have? What is the purpose for this topic? Is it a topic that is really popular right now? Is it time sensitive? Or is it something that maybe I'll explore in a year or so. And so that's kind of where that comes from. And then the execution is, okay, I've done my research. Is this something that a lot of people are asking, whether it um, is about asking questions in faith um, and deconstruction, or is it about women and leadership and, and business and that kind of stuff? So it just, I kind of just pray it through and kind of sit with it throughout the day and throughout the week. And then towards the end of the week, I'm like, okay, I'm going to either go forward with this or I'm just going to write this down and come back to it later. And I think it's about half and half. Sometimes I'll write down ideas for a podcast episode and then it doesn't happen for a year. And then sometimes it's the very next episode that we talk about it. I, I think it just kind of depends on um, a couple things, you know, the, if it's time, time sensitive or if I really feel like um, God is speaking to me, it may only be just for me. The episode may just be for me to speak to myself or have God speak through me to myself or whatever that looks like. Um, but that's why the journal helps me 
see exactly what that looks like. And then whenever I start doing the brain dumping and the mind mapping, I can see exactly where that fits. It seems to me then that your journaling practice requires a good deal of reflection. Mm -hmm. Yes. What, it, what does that look like? So you're you, in the morning, you do some capturing. Mm -hmm. Do you do a, a reflection, a reflection at the certain time at a certain time every day? Is that part of your morning? How does that work? Um, it's really, it kind of depends on the day, but for the most part, it's whenever I wake up and whenever I start my day, I just kind of either read a chapter of whatever book I'm reading and then write down my thoughts about that specific book. Then I do my four by five method and then just kind of sit there about 10, 15 minutes. And sometimes it's in prayer. Sometimes it's just in, in the still quietness and just kind of say, okay, God, what do you have for me? What do you want this to be? Is this for me? Is, is this something that I need to speak publicly about? Uh, whatever it is, whether it's business, podcasting, whatever I'm thankful for, whatever it is, it, I just kind of sit with it. Um, but I don't put a time limit on it. I don't say, okay, well, I have to have something before I start my day. It's just like, okay, is this something? No, yes. Okay, now I'm going to start my day. It seems like maybe even your journaling habit begins with your reading choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're heavily influenced by the first thing you read in the mornings. Mm -hmm. That's what gets captured pretty often, right? Yeah, exactly. How, how do you decide then what, what, what you're going to read next? Um, it's more of like a feeling, like I said, Cody is more of the logical thinker and I'm more of like, well, how do I feel about this? Or what do I feel God speaking to me or the universe or whatever is going on in my environment? And so currently I'm reading about financial and creating money and manifesting money and all that stuff. And a couple of weeks ago, I was reading about emotional intelligence and understanding how to declutter our emotions. And so it kind of just depends on um, really how I feel whenever I wake up at the beginning of the week or the beginning of the month. If I was currently already reading something that I kind of just finished it out. Um, or if I'm like, okay, I really feel like I need to learn something about finances, or I really need to learn something about emotions or God or business or whatever it is. I just kind of wake up with that feeling at the beginning of the week. And so the beginning of the week kind of sets off that reflection and introspection for the remainder of that week. So do you decide ahead of time what you're going to read for the week or do you have like, you're like me and you have five different books going and you just pick one. Yeah. Up. How does that yeah. Work I have that? multiple books going. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, what do I want to read today? Yeah. Cool. So what happens when you skip a few sec, uh, a few, let's start that over again. Since we're going to have to edit this anyway. Okay. Yeah. So what happens when you skip a few sessions? Um, honestly, because I'm such an emotional feeling type person, if I don't sit down and reflect more than two days, I feel myself getting agitated and annoyed throughout the day and, or throughout the week. And I feel myself like, uh, I'm just irritated at everybody and just little small things that normally wouldn't irritate me. Just like 
just ruins my day. And I'm just like, okay, I need to go get a loan. I need to write down exactly what I'm thinking. Even if I'm like mad at somebody and I'm completely in the wrong, at least I can write it down and reflect on why I'm so angry. And if I miss a few days, like that's exactly where my mindset is. It's just so negative and, and, uh, and bitter. But then once I sit down and write out how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking, or just a one, one, uh, thought sentence. The very next day, I'm like, okay, everything's great. I'm happy. Nothing bothers me. And so that like, I just become a negative person whenever that happens, whenever I skip a few days. Normally I ask this next question of my guests in the past tense, but as I listen to you, Elaine, I think I have to, to change the tense of this question. Mm -hmm. So how does journaling continue to change you? Well, one, it just changes my mindset and makes me more of a positive person and an optimistic person and looking for opportunities. And so whenever I'm not, not journaling, that also changes me. That also makes me more negative. That also makes me pass up opportunities or pass up execution on an idea because I'm just not feeling it that day or I'm just angry. So I'm not even looking for good things around me. And so as I'm journaling or not journaling, that's changing my mindset. That's changing my mood. That's changing how I interact with people around me. Hmm. What are three tools you feel like you just have to have in order to execute your daily or weekly practice? Mm -hmm. So one coffee, <laughs> like I said, it's because whenever I journal, I start out in the morning, I have my, my quiet time. And so my coffee, I don't know why, I don't know if this is scientific or just made up stuff, but I feel more connected to whatever I'm doing, whatever I have a cup of coffee. So that's essential to me, at least that's what works for me. And then again, just the quiet time. I can't really write in my journal whenever I have a bunch of things going on. I can't really just sit and reflect and, and be quiet. And I, this isn't a necessity every single time, but if I'm just in a really good mood, then I have to have uplifting music on. I don't always journal with music. Um, but whenever I'm just like in a good mood, I'm ready to take, to take on the day. I just look, I, I listen to just super uplifting music and super like, okay, I got this, you know, fast paced, upbeat uh, music, you know, kind of like my gym playlist even. And so that not necessarily every single day, but that is something that really helps me just to get in the flow of execution and really, um, honing in on those ideas and making those come into fruition. So I'm going to put you on the spot, sister. Okay. What would you think about putting together some of your favorite playlists so that mm -hmm. our listeners can go to a landing page, sign up, and let you send that to them? What do you think about That'd be that? Because I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about the about your playlist. Is it on Spotify or Pandora or something? Um, it, right now it's on Apple Music, but okay. I can put it on Spotify. Because I just this morning, um, at the recommendation of uh, of a guest from yesterday, I've been listening to the original soundtrack to Monument Valley, and it's pretty mm -hmm. spectacular. So. Yeah. I'm on the hunt for awesome playlists. 
Mm-hmm. And we might as well just yeah, share it. I would everybody. definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big uh, advocate of music sets the mood. Whatever mood you're trying to set, music is a big factor. Yeah. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll put it in the show notes once we, we kind of figure out the details. Last question, yeah. my friend. What encouragement or advice do you have someone who just wants to become a better human being day by day by day? Mm -hmm. Well, one, I think journaling is important, but also I have four journals that may be super, you know, detail oriented to people who are like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Just write something down. Even if it's one sentence a day, whether even if it's just in your phone and your notepad app, like it does, you don't have to have a physical journal to understand um, just what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And that's the biggest thing is just writing something down, whether it's a sticky note or an actual journal, or you have 10 different journals for your different thoughts that you have throughout the day, just write something down. Most excellent, Miss Elaine. Thank you so much. I cannot wait for your podcast to come out. And before we go, where does someone start looking for the release of your brand new podcast and then the one that you do with Cody? Yeah, so my brand new podcast is actually going to be The Prodigal Daughter. And I already have my blog website at theprodigaldaughter.com. So you can already go to that and read my blog posts. And my podcast will be a reflection of those blog posts. So the different topics that are already there are going to be what I will be talking about in the podcast. And the me and Cody's podcast is The Reckless Pursuit. And you can find that at therecklesspursuit.com. Thank you, my friend. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too.